The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Well, who would win in a fight between Quentin Tarantino and Simu Liu? Oh, wait, I think we already know the answer to that question. What are 10 movies that you respect but don't like? Why don't the webs come out of his butt? As a robot, how does C-3PO forget to turn off the comm link? That Reese's Santa, <laughs> that Reese's Santa doesn't look like a Santa. It looks like a, well, we'll address this and more coming up on this episode of Geek Show. Showpodcast.com. I love it. Ooh. (laughs) She's saying that because she's full of waffles. She's Rebecca Frost. I'm full of waffles. Okay, guys, here's what you're going to do if you're going to Starbucks, if you're still going to Starbucks. You're going to order a steamed (laughs) apple juice and you're going to order it with four pumps of chai. And then you're going to have a bit of a panic when the barista takes a little bit too long to reply because they're busy finding all that stuff in the computer. And you're like, oh, no, is this not like a real drink? Um, but it is. And it's delicious. And you're going to want it every winter. Okay. You gross Rebecca on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you for that recipe. Uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be sending out uh, leaflets with that recipe on it and dropping them from an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be doing them like those old show, uh, show flyers, stapling them up on f- telephone poles. Up on telephone poles. Here's yeah, your recipe so. for the apple cider yeah. chai thing that Rebecca Jim, talked about. Jim Jones in the chat, I know it is extremely sad to hear it's pumps of chai and not like actual chai tea, but we're at Starbucks and this is what we're working with. Exactly. Yeah. They, it's not like they have an authentic chai walla sitting in the back room <laughs> pumping up. He is an authentic Chaiwala. He is Lee George oh, Cade. I've had my hand smacked by an authentic Chaiwala. Let me tell you what. <laughs> don't use don't use your unclean hand to help with the Chaiwala. I'm just who, telling you that. Who was the Chaiwala at Bees and Brews when you worked there? No, no. It's when I went. It's it's when I went to the uh, the uh, Neem Karoli Baba Ashram in Taos, New Mexico, and they uh-huh. had an authentic 90 year old Indian Chaiwala. And I, they said, go help the Chaiwala. And I said, okay. And then I went in to help. And I, I started to work with my left hand. And she just, like, smacked my hand and said, that's the unclean hand. And so I, I left because I didn't want to get yelled at by a 90-year-old woman. So, uh, But I'll tell you. So you got your holiday shopping coming up. I'll tell you three quick things to make your life better. If you want local handmade stuff, you'll want to check out uh, Caffeinated Otter and Evil Hand Shop on Etsy. I guarantee since they both live in my house. They both make great <laughs> products. And if you're looking for wargaming and tabletop supplies, check out my friend Shiv Games on eBay. They ship free everywhere in the continental United States. And they got your Games Workshop Plastic Crack on stock ready for you to go. That's me. Oh, thank you, Lee George Cade. Jay Whitaker, everybody. Hi, Jay. What's Hi, up, guys. y'all? What's going down? It's the Chai Pumper with the Step Back Jumper. <laughs> Take you out your mom's romper and then we go rumba. Fill me. What's up? How we doing? 
was delightful. I love that. It was a little, little, little freestyle, but a little Jerry Lewis. I mean, it was perfect. I like. I, I imagine Carrie at a rap battle now and just being like, "That was delightful. I love it." <laughs> I, I judge all the rap battles here in town. They all, they all call me up. That's good. They should. Um, that kind of rhymed. Um, anyways, uh, check me out at uh, Gillette Stadium, Foxborough Patriot Place, December first to second. I'm headlining a show up there. And then I got some other stuff. Hideout Comedy in Boston, uh, January 13th and 14th. Uh, December, New Year's Eve, Norwood Theater. Um, I don't update my website enough, so just hit me up on the socials, at It's Jay Whitaker. Thank you so much for everybody. Pumpkin pie is trash. Thanksgiving starts at 2 p.m. Unless your food is whack. And then, um, let's see. Uh, sweet potato sweet potato pie is top tier. Um, oh, you're not yeah. wrong. <laughs> Use those yeah. same spices you put on your pumpkin pie, but you put them in the sweet potato pie. That's fine, but nobody signed up for that on the spreadsheet. That, and Yo, that, that's the, really the problem with the spreadsheet, maybe. It really you're is. You're going to make people do, like, okay, Rebecca, I, I, I respect that you're, you're I love the, your logistics, but you're making people read spreadsheets on their day off? Come on. No, the spreadsheet should be accessed prior to Thanksgiving because that's when you do all the prep. And that's so we make sure that we don't have any overlapping things so I don't wind up with three pumpkin pies, two turkeys, and a whole shitload of mashed potatoes. That's true. Three turtles. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and now for uh, my... Shannon's having tech yes. problems, but our host is Mr. Kerry Jackson. Shannon will be here. Uh, he will be here. Uh, he will be here. He'll, he's he's just cursing at his computer as we speak, pounding yeah, on it. You know, and all that. You, you know that. You know that computer's getting lit up right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Monday through Friday, six to ten, x ninety six dot com. And now my yearly tip for your Thanksgiving leftovers, and you will thank me for it. It sounds strange, but you will love it. You have all that leftover uh, stuffing, right, Rebecca? No. Oh, all the stuff. I made everybody. Oh, I made people take. I made people take as much leftovers as possible. What oh, okay. Then this part doesn't. <laughs> this part doesn't apply to you. You get all the, the stuffing leftovers, and then you heavily coat your waffle maker. All right, in some mm-hmm. sort of non-sticky mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and then you make waffles out of the stuffing. Now, here's mm-hmm. the here's the crazy part: maple syrup. Yep. Do it. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. Thank me later. All right. <laughs> what we do is for leftovers, the next day we make burritos. Like everybody comes back over and we make like breakfast. We didn't have oh. them this year because, again, I tell you, this is the most chaotic Thanksgiving I've ever experienced. But uh, Also, can burritos. I give one quick Thanksgiving tip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always take a walk before and after Thanksgiving. You know, it's a. Uh... <laughs> Uh, and if we're giving if we're giving waffle iron things, if you've got the uh, the Belgian waffle iron, yes, um, this this is something that you will especially Charles will know exactly what I'm talking about in chat right now because he's partaking of something that will make this the most amazing thing ever. Take your hash browns, your not your hash browns, but your uh, your tater tots in mm-hmm. the frozen ba- in the bag. Oh, and you oh. just pour them into the waffle iron and smash that down and then have that with some gravy and you just had the best potatoes you will ever have in your life because it makes that waffle crispiness all the way around Mm. yeah and uh like i said some gravy uh your your protein of your choice Mm. and uh quick and if you like charles you'll have the best morning of your life point of parliamentary procedure Uh, are these tots thawed or are they frozen you know, if you let them thaw a little bit first, they'll actually go down into the grooves better. But That's you don't what want I was them completely thawed. Mm. So mm. this is erotic. <laughs> <laughs>
I love that. Well, next week I'll share with you an amazing gravy recipe that you can use with either, you can either make it vegetarian or not. It all just depends on what fat you use. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back right after this with a message from FHA. Spring hey. chicks are on sale. <laughs> And real quickly, this don't month, buy tractor supply co. Buy all your holiday <laughs> gifts early. <laughs> also, don't buy a novelty waffle maker. I had one that was Bugs Bunny's face and you know the <laughs> Looney Tunes. Are, they're terrible. Don't just don't. I feel I feel like that would that would scare me because if it melts, you know, if like yeah. it gets warped in any way, shape, or form, then Bugs Bunny's warped, and then it's like it's messing up my childhood even more. I mean, it looked hey. like it was going to be a fine waffle maker, but it, it sucked. It was a terrible waffle maker. Hey, look, Shannon made it. Oh, he did. The, the, hey. There he is. What up, man? Egg, egg yeah, I, sorry, I had to, I had to uh, switch computers completely. Sorry about that. Oh, you're all good. Oh, and and now now you're using the tin can. It sounds like yeah. your mic's a little off. Is what I'm saying. I'll work it out. All right, you thank it. you. Uh, let's begin. Uh, we got our first look at Indiana Jones 5 this week. Not a trailer, not yet. That's coming. That's very soon. But we did get, we did get photos. Indy in the big city. Indy in the big city, yeah. It's, uh, apparently it's a, well, he's punching Nazis again. This is all we can show you here. All, if you want to see all the other photos, go to Empire Magazine, and they have them all. Uh, but uh, here's here's the synopsis of what uh, is happening in the Indiana Jones 5. They're going to open up with a flashback sequence. <laughs> now, this was shot recently. This is and, and here's here's the reason that it's being brought up is that everybody who has seen this, they say they finally got the de-aging technology down to where everyone was convinced that this was shot back in the old days. Wow. And that it was young Harrison Ford. Everybody who's seen the footage went, did you have this lying around? Was this in the Lucasfilm vaults? No, apparently to, it's it's that good. Were they able to fix the voice too? Because that's been one of the things. Like old old sounding Michael Douglas with young sounding Michael, or with young looking Michael Douglas was kind of throwing me yeah. off in that Avengers movie. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, but uh, well, apparently it's like- fooling everybody. Well, but like, how is his movement? Because like with Captain Marvel, <laughs> with Nick Fury is like trying to hit what's his name? He's like moving like he's seventy. Well, I guess this was all part of the learning process on how to do it right, and they've probably now finally figured it out for Indy just in time for Indy Five. Who needs it more than anyone, really? <laughs> if you think about it. Uh, anyway, so it starts off that way. The film starts in 1944 in Nazi in a Nazi-infested castle. This is where we like our indie. Yep. Uh, before jumping ahead to the film's main time frame of 1969, nice. uh, so that the <laughs> thank you. So that the year I was born. So that's uh, and then the whole plot it, it still involves Nazis. It involves the moon landing, rockets to the moon because well, uh, we took the Nazis in. After World the War II, rocket scientists are yeah. our rocket scientists, and and so that's who Mads Mikkelsen is playing. I thought he was playing the the son of the guy who got his face melted in the first movie because he was <laughs> dressed exactly like him. But he's he's Operation Paperclip. But uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he's one of the rocket designers. I was hoping it would be in 1979 and you could team up with Jake and Elwood and fight the Chicago Nazis, <laughs> Illinois Nazis. Yeah. Well, I just, Nazis I'm glad. Nazis are timeless, aren't they? 
It's mm. sadly they are. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be June thirtieth, twenty twenty three, for Indiana Jones five. Uh, so that's uh, yeah. I'm looking. I'm. I was dreading it, and now that I'm seeing stuff, I'm looking forward to it. And Phoebe Waller Bridge mm. is his goddaughter. Goddaughter. Okay. Yeah. In it. So. But she's also one of the writers, isn't she? Yeah. I don't know. No, I I'm, I think I might. I know in Bond she was brought in as a writer because Daniel Craig said the the female dialogue was written by men and he didn't like that, so they brought her in to to make it I'll more look, authentic. But I'll look oh. it up. No, okay. she is. That would yeah, be cool because she's amazing. Yeah. She is. Let us know. Uh, let's see. We got a new director for Blade. This is uh, about a week and a half old. But I'm we so excited for this. Haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. So uh, this is uh, uh, the project's. It's a whole creative overhaul. I mean, uh, you, you've still got uh, Mahershala Ali attached to Star, but this is the the whole creative, you know, behind the camera people have uh, changed. So you've got uh, Michael Starbury is writing it. Uh, he is uh, he's Emmy nominated apparently. Uh, Jan Demange, who directed the pilot of Lovecraft Country, yep. is going to direct this. <clears throat> now, nice. remember, because he directed the pilot, he set the tone for the entire series. What a great series he set the tone for. And yep. it was terrific. So uh, Michael Starberry, who uh, earned an Emmy nom for Ava uh, uh, DuVarnay's drama When They See Us, he is going to be writing the script. And uh, this, again, just more and more good news coming for this. I, I just I'm think this is a great about, lineup. I'm all about this. Let's uh, go. Blade, of course, uh, created by Marv Wolfman and Gene Colan in 1973's Tomb of Dracula number 10. I have right over there on the wall. Yeah, we, can, we definitely believe you. It's true. I believe <laughs> we can. It's right there. Definitely not off camera. Or I'm just upset because of this audio medium. If, if there's anything the underworld movies taught me is that a, were a wolfman should never write about a Dracula. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Demange is a French-born, London-raised director who began in TV before segueing into features. Uh, he uh, dramatic thriller '71, White Boy Rick, and Lovecraft Country. So nice. uh, he is currently developing a series take on scanners from david <laughs> he's doing that for hbo he's going to direct and executive produce exploding heads exploding heads so that's uh, that's on your way all right uh this is for the spooky time club okay hey, what's up we've got uh a mighty team up here of james wan and jason blum I love this for them. This is a uh, this is a merger of Atomic Monster and Blumhouse, so that means we're going to be able to scale up horror output dramatically <laughs> with these two mm -hmm. teaming up. You're going to get more and more of these horror movies uh, coming your way. One big horror factory. Uh, I I can't find the name of what this team up will be. I guess it's just Atomic Monster Blumhouse, or if maybe we don't need a name. Atomic Blumhouse. I like it. Atomic uh, House. This is, uh, uh, we're going to be putting out, he says, we, do, we don't usually put out more than three or four theatricals a year. My hope is that with James, we could double that to six to eight theatricals. Well, baby. <laughs> is, is that good or bad, you guys? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> here's the thing about, here's how I describe Blumhouse movies is they're like pizza. Um, they're going to they're gonna satiate everybody. 
Mm -hmm. they're not going to be good. Like, even bad pizza is still good pizza, right? Talk about it. Talk about 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 Bloomhouse movies is even (laughs) if it's bad, like, you're still going to have a pretty good time. I've had some regrettable pizza. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the name of the the show. (laughs) I'm not going to name names because I don't want a lawsuit. There's a, a, a very popular chain in Oregon that makes me regret it every time I have it. Regrettable pizza productions. Yes. yes <laughs> I mean, even Totonio's uh, party pizza <laughs> will do it a pinch. Totino's pizza rolls in the air fryer. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, oh, with yeah, with ranch dressing. All right. Sorry. Sorry. My, my, my redneck was showing, wasn't it? Well, you take two of them. You take two of them. You sandwich them face together, and then you put them in your Belgian waffle maker. Put them in your I mean, where's the lie? <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to more horror movies in my future. So it's 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 either comic book movies or horror movies that we're going to be going That's to see. That's fine. That's all I, I all I need are um, more Andor, honestly. Yes. Um, Marvel yeah. things, oh and then more horror movies, and mm-hmm. I'm set. Oh no, a twenty four. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Am I limited to three? <laughs> This is America. You can choose however many you want. I'll take however much I want. All right. Um, and now our avatar update. Uh, <laughs> 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 this will end soon because it opens soon. All right. Um, it, it, it's, I mean, the box office projections and ticket sales so far for Avatar 2, which opens December 16th, is tracking for 150 mil to 170 mil, and that's domestic. Now, it has the advantage over other movies because it's uh, got the go-ahead to open in China. So that immediately doubles the amount of money that it can make. Um, because there's nothing controversial in it. <laughs> it could open in China just fine. No ghosts. No ghosts. <laughs> no, no, no criticism of the Communist Party. No LGBTQ, yeah. no nothing. So, yeah. Uh, but then <laughs> James Cameron comes out. And I was so surprised that he he's just, I guess he feels like he's James Cameron. He can just say things. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he, he came like a out. a moment of silence for the Titanic at the Oscars. Yeah. Here's, here's what he said. All right. Uh, let's see. He, he was talking to his corporate overlords at Disney. He said, calling his own sequel, The Way of the Water, the worst business case in movie history. Cameron said, and you're going to make it and you're going to like it. Cameron said the long in development and possibly long anticipated question mark. I love the way I, own, I love the way IO9 wrote that. <laughs> Avatar sequel. No, now you got to remember, Disney bought this problem from Fox. This is not Yep. You know, yep. Anyway. Uh, Avatar sequel he said needs to be the third or fourth highest grossing film in history. That's your threshold. <laughs> That's your break even. <laughs> That's your break even. I, I read that and I'm just like, good luck. Bud. So that means Way of the Water has to earn somewhere between uh, The Force Awakens 207 billion and Cameron's own Titanic, which currently sits at 22.2 billion. Well, mm. good luck. Yeah, uh, I mean, so that's about. With, this is the only way we see that True Lies sequel that we're all desperately hoping for. I. I oh, don't God. often make predictions, but I'll make one now. We're not going to get all five. We'll get three. <laughs> you think we'll get three? I think we'll get three. Yeah. I. What like, is it terrible? Like I'm just rooting for this fail. Just I'm... 
I've just, I, I, I just want to just it'll bomb. eat shit. Like, I don't it'll want be it fine. to fail yeah. because I know there's a lot of really talented people working on this and it would be awesome if they, if they. No, I don't give a <laughs> shit. They got paid. Well, and I know a lot of people, and I know a lot of people who love these movies. I want them to enjoy them and, and have as much of them as they possibly can. I mean, uh, I just want, I just thought people like James Cameron to just get fucking <laughs> Jesus. Lee, 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 I've got a question that's perfect for this audio medium. Are you working mm-hmm. on Windows ninety five? Me? Yeah. Your no. taskbar looks like it's Windows ninety five. What is my taskbar? <laughs> my taskbar down here? Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm on Windows ninety five now. I don't. <laughs> I thought I was on Windows. They're they're messing with me because I won't no. upgrade to eleven. Bro, he's got this is, he, this is funny. He's got his retro filter. On each other's task bars now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sick so, burn. Sorry. Will you put Will you put on the spreadsheet, Rebecca Lee, to upgrade to Windows eleven, please? She's like, oh, nice task bar. Mm. Windows eleven mm, I see you doesn't. That uh, gray task bar. Well, I would I would put it in my uh, I would put it in my little my little paperclip assistant and ask him to do it, but I can't ICQ him correctly, so. Oh, Clippy! He's Didn't he die? Clippy, I think he yeah, was. He, he died. Yeah, they they they, they took him. him out into a field and said, "Look at the flowers." And the baby peanut, the baby Mr. Peanut came in. <laughs> we really did it, Bright Eyes. We really they did sent it him to the Bam! big office space in the sky. So, so the reason why I'm still rocking ten is because eleven does not play well with half of the video games that I play or my or my uh, video editing software. Oh so, yeah, you ain't you ain't yeah. need Windows eleven. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so again, Quentin Tarantino opened his mouth. Oh yeah, that dude. God, I used He's to really opening like it, hoping him. that someone will put a foot in it. Here's the thing, I. <laughs> Thank you. That was really, that was actually really funny. It was very. It was very funny. I love it when I get a. That was actually really funny. No, no, no. no. Here's. <laughs> He's like, well, at first the at first the. The comment Ooh, made me laugh, but then you're you're, you're <laughs> put a put, put a puppet. Yeah, Here's the thing: like I, of, no notes, no notes. No. <laughs> I love Quentin's movies. I do. They're some of my favorite. But mm-hmm. I've started to really hate him as a person because yeah, I've started too, listening sorry. to his podcast, and I had to stop after four episodes. He's so insufferable. Anyway. I've not liked the guy since he hosted SNL on a running by a running punchline for him. And this is like mid to late nineties. I don't kept, remember this. Wow. He kept bragging about who he's had sex with. And I'm like, are you that fucking insecure that you can't let your work speak yes. for you? And you've got to just be this insufferable jerk. That's bragging about who you've slept with because you're a director. So. Yeah. Well, no, cause what, I mean, he worked. Oh, in a sure. Sure. I get for that. Most of his life. And then he and yeah. then he got lucky. But you've got you've yeah. got other guys that have a similar. I used to be broke. I used to be nobody. Like Jack Black. You don't see Jack Black walking around screaming about how who he's had sex with. As he's just like. I wish he would. I, I worked at Blockbuster. I worked at Blockbuster, and I got a new taskbar. What's up? <laughs> Look oh at God, oh wow. If That's you're winning this hard in 2022, I can't wait to see how 2023 is going to I worked at a movie theater, and I've got a computer put together of refurbished parts. What's <laughs> up? Shannon and I worked in a morgue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really? did. Uh, set yes. point and match right there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, we worked at a hospital, but we yeah. took yeah. people to the Shannon board. and I have, have uh, teamed up on carrying more corpses than most people have. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, 
know. Yeah. I've never yeah. really thought of it that way. Wait, you, you guys true. used to work at a morgue together? I guarantee we've moved more corpses than most of you guys. I guarantee you, Shannon and I have team carried more corpses than the three of you put together. And That's... this is and this is where I see <laughs> you... the argument. You win. You can yeah. win this. I was gonna say you can win this competition. It's all you. All and... you. I think you were there with I think you were there when that one went. <laughs> 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 And steamed up the inside of the bag. Yeah. And I ran. <laughs> it was an amazing day. Yeah. Okay. Enough about that. And, and then I was like, no more. I can't you guys should have been a tag team in, in wrestling. Y'all would have been. Oh, well, yeah. And we would have been. We would have champions. We would have ended up really, really wealthy if rats hadn't have kept stealing everybody that we <laughs> went to dig up later. Jesus. <laughs> So Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> so anyway, Quentin Tarantino. All of these things turn him on. Oh yeah. Uh, here's what you see. They they you know he he talked a couple of weeks ago about not liking Marvel movies, and then he got interviewed again, and they asked him again, and and here's here's what he said. The only reason I'm telling you about this is because I love the reply from Shang Chi, Simu Liu. All right. Mm -hmm. He says uh, Marvel movies. Uh, I don't love them. No, I don't. I don't hate them, but I don't love them. I mean, look, I used to collect the comics like crazy when I was a kid. There's an aspect, oh, if, if these movies, they were coming oh, out, it was in my 20s, I would totally be fucking happy and totally love them. But uh, they wouldn't be the movie, the only movies being made. They would be those movies amongst other movies. I'm almost 60 and I'm not quite as excited about them. You have to stop this impersonation. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, he's it's too, it's far too, too hot. It's too yeah. good and it's so goes, far too aggravating. I, want, I just kind of want to hit you right it's, now. So, sorry. It's making yeah. my toes curl. So, so basically, he likes that. Don't do it. All right. So what he, what, he's, what he is saying is that these are the only movies being made, um, which is not true. Which is uh, ridiculous. I mean, the sheer amount. you not see like, Bullet okay, Train? Maybe it's. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, maybe in theatrical release, yeah, they're all well, yeah, right? But just look at the sheer amount of amazing content that we have online and stuff like that. And like, I would I would remind I Quentin He's... that the people who love these more than us fans is the theater owners, okay? Yeah. The, it's keeping the doors yeah. open, all right? The... Right. Like I went when I went and saw Wakanda Forever, right? I bought my, uh, I bought my plastic, uh, my 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 two stupid souvenir things, right? I spent thirty bucks on popcorn and drinks just to get a toy right, on the, the top of the a Marvel. Toy. I spent Marvel thirty. Movies. You know what I mean? Sorry, Rebecca. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say I spent thirty dollars at the movie theater yesterday, and I spilled my entire bag of popcorn as I sat down. Oh, <laughs> honey, I just. <laughs> Man, you've got a terrible, a truly I cursed. <laughs> I think these, uh, I think these Marvel movies are why we can see movies like Everything Everywhere all at once in a theater. Yeah, so Speak it on it needs to be seen. All right, so here's yeah. now again. You'll have to sit through this so that we can get <laughs> oh, to no. the get to the point. Part of the marvelization of Hollywood is that you have all these actors who have become famous playing these characters, but they're not movie stars. Captain America is the star. Thor is the star. I'm not the first person to say that. I think it's been said a zillion times, but it's these franchise characters become the star. Back in 2005, if an actor stars in a movie that does as good as the Marvel movies do, then that guy's an absolute star. People dig him. 
or her, and they like them. Sandra Bullock is in Speed, and everyone thought she was an amazing in it. Everyone fell in love with her. They were excited by Sandra Bullock and wanted to see her in something else, and that's not the case now. What we want to see is that guy keep playing Wolverine or whatever. That's what he's saying. Because, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is not a movie star. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris Hemsworth said everything, you know. (laughs) Well, and also, yeah, and, you know, who uh, Chris Evans is... Yeah, Amazing and he's doing, and he's America. now doing you know producing I mean? and small movies and things like he that. He directed a movie a couple years ago. Yeah, he's yeah. he's right, awesome, exactly. And that's another thing is, hey, Quentin, it uh, once they're done with their mm-hmm. run in this stuff, they exactly. can do whatever they want. Now, this is coming from the guy you know who I mean? had to, you know, hedge his bets with Barbarino from Welcome Back, Cotter. Yeah. So Simuli U shot back. He said. If the only gatekeepers to movie stardom came from Tarantino and Scorsese, I never would have had the opportunity to lead a $400 million plus movie. And Mike, yeah, I'm in Trump. awe of their filmmaking genius. They are transcendent auteurs, but they don't get the point. They don't get to point their nose at me anymore. No movie studio is or ever will be perfect. But I'm proud to work with one that has made sustained efforts to improve diversity on screen by creating heroes that empower and inspire people of all communities everywhere. I loved the Golden Age too, but it was white as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, have you? Am I still the only person that's seen, seen it? Forever? I saw it. Oh, you've seen it, but like, just there, there's there's like two Caucasian people in, and they're that like movie. forced in too. Yeah, they're yeah they're like shoehorned in there, and um, it, it, and it's such a great movie, and I'm just like, yeah, I did, I just don't under I guess I do understand the hate. Because it's it kind of is. That's what it is. It's straight up jealousy, and and they've never asked Tarantino to make a, uh, a you know a, a Disney movie because uh, they don't uh, they don't like the <laughs> well, N word. And their, again, I just remind Quentin, you had the idea for a Star Trek movie. All right. No. So don't don't give me yeah. any of this shit. I'm going to say the same thing I said about Scorsese. I anticipate within six months he's going to have a project in development because he's trying to get in the news right now so he's going to say something that's going to get him some press time yeah and then and then it's not quentin tarantino who in five months when he announces whatever it is he's working on but quentin are you trying to tell me that if you were to call up a movie studio and say hi it's quentin tarantino i'd like to make a movie that they would say no we're not interested of course not you can make any movie you want and why don't you do that all right um Okay, before we go on, we have a list, because I know people love lists. But before we go on, I'm sorry to throw you this curvely, but uh, we need to talk about our movie, Saturday Matinee. There it is. It's a Christmas movie. (laughs) It is. It is a Christmas movie. It really is. I watch it every On the 10th of December at Broovies in Salt Lake City, Gremlins, which features the weirdest Why I Hate Christmas story from 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 Phoebe it's Phoebe so Cates good. I think right that is such a great monologue Phoebe Cates's monologue Oscar worthy this is another wow. movie I also have not seen you have not seen mm. Gremlins oh Rebecca this, is exciting. this came out like one. five years before she was born yeah, that's true. True. yeah. but yeah. I, I had oh, to true. yeah this one came out before I was born and I saw Gremlins too uh, the second yeah the new I watched it I watched it in reverse and I I loved it I loved everything. <laughs> 
Gremlins is awesome. I love it. Somebody asked why we're doing Gremlins as our Christmas movie and not Die Hard, and I I'm, I like to throw out the controversial take that Die Hard is actually a New Year's Eve movie because you Ooh. set you set the movie from when Hans Gruber falls off the tower, and then oh. that's when you ring in the New Year. Oh, okay. So it's actually, so really it's a it's a Kwanzaa movie. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be showing Christmas to New Year's. We'll be showing Gremlins on the 10th of December at Bruvies in Salt Lake. Doors will open at 1130. Uh, the pod starts at noon. And then as soon as we're done, we'll show you a Christmas movie, Gremlins. You know what? I'd, I'd like to ask Bruce Willis what he thinks about this. He couldn't tell you. He, couldn't he tell could blink. Uh, let's... Hi. What's going on? What's going on? Hey, first oh, you, he wait, has he quit knows? acting because he has the. He's got. A, yeah. He has oh. a mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Well, I'm gonna have to go back and watch the second GI Joe movie and and feel bad. I liked that second GI Joe. I movie. had a good time with it. It was I really dumb, it. but it was fun. Actually, no, he's in. He's in literally my favorite science fiction movie of all time. So I'm gonna have to watch Fifth Hudson Element. And Fifth Element. <laughs> it's just an amazing movie, and I love it. Uh, but anyway, Gremlins, doors at 1130. We'll start recording the pod at noon. The uh, admission is pay what you want at the door. All right? Okay. Here's a list, because people love lists. And I found this online. And it's one of those that... It's one of those everybody has an opinion about type of mm-hmm. list. Oh, so these are, these are 10 movies that people respect but don't like because you can you can do both i actually like half the movies on this list you can respect a movie and not like it here's Mm -hmm. the thing i like most of them on this list but anyway i i can i can think of quite a few movies like i respect guardians of the galaxy too but i don't like it Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's not on this list but a good example all right so we'll start with uh the bottom of the list um birdman from 2014 that's an amazing oh, movie. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So here's here's what some of the comments are. A one-shot novelty claiming that people just kind of forget that it's well a well-acted movie that is about nothing. It's a stage play. What are you talking about? Uh, it's an indisputable critical darling, but there's not much about the movie that casual audiences continue to enjoy. These are just some of the comments that you find. I'm like a bunch it. of hating asses. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's uh, Michael Keaton, Emma Stone. Uh, it won quite a few awards. And... Ed Norton is so much fun in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's such an ass. He's playing Ed Norton, basically. So. Basically. Okay, here's the next one on the list. And this one, yeah, this is this Forrest Gump. Yep. Yeah, Word. I respect it. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I yeah, respect yeah. it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, Forrest Gump is a very well-made film, but adds on his comments, uh, it didn't strike a chord with them specifically. I don't, okay, that, that baffles me. Uh, the film is extremely long and can be slight a chore to watch if you don't quickly connect with the characters, which left a poor taste in many viewers' mouths. This was Zemeckis, right? Uh, yes. I mean, yeah, I don't... He, he felt like he was, like masturbating in the style of spielberg <laughs> i mean i don't hate it as much as these people do but uh, yeah i was I mean, just like i mean i don't hate it you know it it really moved cgi forward in a huge way it did, it did. i got a lot i got a source i got a soft spot in, in this move for this movie because this was like the first summer that my dad had hbo oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> no nah, for real and so like this movie was just always on i'd wake up every saturday and this, this shit was on like saturday morning cartoons so i'd watch forrest gump and then i go play outside and then that was it. <laughs> uh, I, 
I only hate one part of this movie. Oh yeah, it's Jenny. <laughs> I think she's one of the most evil characters ever. Oh, what? To be come in a movie on, thank ever. you. I'll co-sign with you, Shannon. She is an absolute villain. Like if you, if you, yeah. if they like shot, if the, if the, uh, if the hue of this film was like shot in blue, like in, mm -hmm. in the tone of the boys, and made it a little bit dark. Oh, this would be a this is this is oh. this is this is a saga. She's just terrible. She just uses his love against him, and then it's uh, so terrible. And then shows up and uh, <laughs> dumps a kid on him, and then goes dies from. The Jenny's AIDS. the worst. Jenny yeah. is the absolute worst. Yep. All right. Next on the list. Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Sorry, I love this movie with every passion I have. I love this movie so much. I I respect it, but I yeah. I couldn't finish it. I love it so much. It's the most ridiculous. I, you, movie and in you're the, the re you're the reason that I I said I I should watch yeah. this. Lee loves it, Wait. and then I I started watching it. and I went, yeah yeah, Lee loves this. <laughs> this movie this movie hey, is you're like, a, this checks off all the boxes. Yeah, this is this is a Marx Brothers movie played straight, and it's perfect. Uh, let's see, uh, comments, uh, was watching it with a group of friends who were losing their minds over Anderson's talent, and whilst they didn't hate the film, they simply couldn't connect with it emotionally shallow storytelling. Why are you trying so to connect much. with a film? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Get right. a dating app. Here's the yeah. next one. And uh, I understand this one. It's a movie I love, but I understand it. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. I still have never seen it. Really? Uh, so the first and you're one, fine. <laughs> I, I would just go see this after every, uh, I was in uh, plays in, in high school, and we would go on the uh, last night of any show we did, and we were always half drunk, and I was trying to make out with somebody. Mm -hmm. so, this is a know. movie that's more about the experience of seeing it than yeah, it is about the actual movie. Yeah, go to see it the Blue Mouse. Like watching this, watching this movie sober with your friends yeah. at your house on a Saturday night. Absolutely, but, stupid. But but midnight at the Blue Mouse on a Saturday night. Yeah, back everybody in the late eighties. Yeah, they throwing toast and hot dogs and stuff. You get the oh. cosplayers up there doing the scenes. Yeah. That was an experience. Yeah, yeah. The Salt Lake Film Society just uh, did several different types uh, where they had where they had one with the full performances, and then there was one that was like half and half, and then there was one that was just you could sing along. You know, singing along was encouraged. I, you know? I'd like so. to go and do like the whole like participatory thing one more time. Before whatever I you do. So I, so I got to get there in the next year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you love this movie more than anything, there is a sequel called Shock Treatment that is absolutely terrible. Please it do is. Do, not, do not ever watch do it. Not, do not watch Shock ever, Treatment. Ever, ever, yeah. ever. Um, it's got most of the cast. As, but as they're you, all like recast. Yeah. yeah. As you all know, I think musical theater should be illegal, but... Um, this uh, I enjoy this. This this yep. one I enjoy. I especially love the opening song because it talks about old science fiction movies and watching them mm -hmm. in a theater, and it just it's, it's it, got great songs. It does. All right, here's the next one. Plus meatloaf. Plus meatloaf, and we can we can just touch on this one and move on because I don't know if any of y'all have seen the lighthouse. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I love the lighthouse. Okay, yeah. I respect it. It I was, was there. Op I was there opening night, and because everybody who was there knew exactly what we were getting into, except the one girl who was there with her boyfriend sitting in the row ahead of us, who obviously was not expecting it. And uh, this movie's wild. It's wild. <laughs> I could have did without the masturbation, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so you respect it. Well, why'd you masturbate to it then? Ah. <laughs> You know, Willem Dafoe just does it for it's me. It's got man. that. It's got that fish. That fish fussy in it. 
All right. Okay, here's one that is uh, very controversial. It's a movie I love, uh, Fight Club. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, see. I liked it when it was relevant. (laughs) Yeah. I I think it's still relevant. Well, because the corporations actually already won at this point. 1999, we could look at it and say, there's a future where we're not run by corporations, and then we just got run by corporations. Exactly. When you got Pride Week sponsored by, or Pride Month sponsored, sponsored by, by T-Mobile. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like. And yeah. American Express. Yeah, we lost, dog. We like, lost. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler Durden right now would just be like, oh, you know, I'd go fight the system right now, but Dancing with the Stars is on tonight. So. Yo, if, if, if Tyler Durden existed right now, this motherfucker would be Alex Jones. That's who they, we would but look see, at him like he was crazy. If you're, if you're doing, you're, if you're watching it literally, then yes, that's what you're getting. But if right. you substitute the corporations for something else, sure, then it becomes still relevant. I like, I like how he was dismantling the patriarchy from within himself. <laughs> See, like, one. all right, oh, all right. The, pro- yeah. the problem is with this movie. Like, yes, back then it was great, but now this shit one hundred percent ends up on a school shooter's manifesto. Like this, it, <laughs> all right this and donnie darko right yeah. you see those and you go yeah. mm-hmm. oh boy uh mm-hmm. the next one is on the list uh the tree of life which i did not see oh my god you're uh, lucky terrence malick anyone anyone all right. I, I tried i tried i see tried. what was the what was the science fiction movie with with, with uh, hugh jackman with hugh jackman because i'm also trying to remember the name of that movie yeah because i <laughs> well, that was I really weird and esoteric no this is something that came out just this, a few years ago with sean yeah. astin and brad pitt and jessica chastain and, uh, yeah, that, I didn't watch and those that. Okay. kids climbing that tree yeah it looked like it, that looked like a turd so i did ever watch the right. fountain bug hunter the fountain. coming oh, through in the chat fountain. yeah i like the fountain but yeah. well, most we'll people just respect it we'll skip this one then uh then of course you knew this would be on the list avatar yeah. Uh, okay. Respect, but don't enjoy. I, I you know, again, I, ILM did a really good job with the special effects. James Cameron put together five other James Cameron movies and said, look, I made a masterpiece. And then ILM delivered with the effects. Mm. I respect what ILM did with this movie. Yeah. yeah. You got to respect you it on, on a that, certain yeah, level. Yeah, I'll give you that. And it, and it did inspire what, in my opinion, is one of the best Disney Park attractions mm. ever. That flying oh. Avatar ride at Disney World is amazing. I will say this: one of the first good mech suits in contemporary science fiction. Well, okay, so, I mean, that, hey, yeah, when Stephen yeah, Lang got in that giant, that, that mm-hmm. thing was awesome. It makes sense that it would uh, make a great ride because all it is is just a giant uh, <laughs> cutscene from a from a video game. That's well, what do you this know, whole movie is. Do you know about the birth of the Avatar Land? Because uh, they Disney wanted Harry Potter. But then J.K. Rowling was like, you have to get a full-ass steam train to bring people into the park. And Disney went, no. And so then Universal was like, hey, we'll give you a full-ass steam train. Which honestly surprised me because of Disney's love for trains. But anyway. Because of Disney's whole love for trains. It's a whole thing. But so then they were like, I guess we'll make Avatar Land. (laughs) Look at it now. (laughs) Ooh. Anyway. Uh, Uh, I bet you Disney's looking at J.K. Rowling right now and going, crisis averted. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the next two on the list are hotly debated. Um, I love them both, but uh, so it's either love or respect. I, I love and respect both, but uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey. 
Oh, that's uh. not on the list. <laughs> oh, didn't I put that on the list? You didn't. You skipped it. I put 2001. Okay. Go Carrie, back and look. I have never made it through that movie. See, that's I what tried, I'm talking I, about. Every time I give it a try, I'm just like, nah. I fall I think... asleep every time. It it could be like I could have slept for 13 hours. Get up I've, and I've take it, movie, and take like... a crystal bath, right? <laughs> and I I'll get about like. 45 minutes into that movie and just be like <laughs> comical i uh i i love it uh so I it's, you it's amazing love it or respect it all right and finally of course the one that's the most argued about citizen kane um <sighs> it's be on the list well it it's be on the list it, it it it's the top of the list because this is the one that people argue about the most and yeah, i don't know why myself but there's a there's not a single cinematographer out there who will not bring up this movie and say I don't know how they did this in 19 what 37. Yeah. I mean yeah, you look at the shit that he's doing in this movie. There, there is a shot, an establishing shot they pulled off somehow in again 1930 something where it starts on the third floor of a building and it's six people talking while Charles Foster Kane goes down a spiral staircase to the bottom floor and out onto the street. Right now we say no big deal. How did back, they do that in 33? Back then it was tough. Aliens. Yeah. And <laughs> and and it dest- almost destroyed his his career. He pissed off uh, Randolph Hearst so bad mm-hmm. by making this movie that he was blacklisted and chased out of the United States for like decades mm-hmm. over this movie. It's uh, it's amazing. And I also I I've, I've never seen this film, but um it inspired uh, one of uh, my most favorite uh, Comic-Con buy of all time. I bought it at a Denver Comic Con. This guy had, and it's hanging in my bathroom over my toilet, and it says, Rosebud was my dick. <laughs> but why? I don't know. He had it. He had it, and I'm like, why? And he goes, I, I don't know. And I go, I'd like to buy that, please. Yeah. And he goes, cool, I've sold two of these. Uh- <laughs> I mean everything That's about so this odd. everything about this movie to me is just genius and and uh, the acting is amazing the writing is amazing there's a scene also, there's like a 1 yeah. minute scene where a guy talks about you know how he, the one thing that he can't forget he, you know he's like near death and he says like the one thing he thinks about every day the rest of his life is seeing this woman on a on a ferry uh wearing a dress and, and how beautiful she was. And he says, I, I think about her every day of my life. And it's just such a beautiful well, one minute of dialogue and acting. It's just, or, uh, you know. Or, Orson Welles was a mad genius. Yes. Well, and, and he's a guy who, who he really gave into his indulgences later. I mean, not, not even just not even just with food, but with all kinds of things. Like that dude in the 70s had usually seven or eight prostitutes in his house in Southern California. He was living living literally off borrowed money and making living the dream it sounds like but but if you want to see something amazing um there is a little scene much loved by me movie called casino royale that was made in the 60s where Ooh. another studio not the broccolis got a hold of and had the film rights to the james bond casino royale movie so they're like oh well let's <laughs> let's make a comedy where there's 25 uh, 25 James Bonds and uh, let's have Orson Welles play Lashif so he's like doing magic tricks in the middle of his Baccarat scene and it's 
It's amazing. <laughs> Isn't Woody Allen? What's he Allen in that? Yeah. Oh, he's Jimmy Bond, the least yeah. respected James Bond. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so there's your list. All right, let's find out what you guys consume this week. Who wants to go first, or should we just all say Andor together? My God. I didn't see. I haven't seen Andor yet. Lee, we know, and it's driving God. me nuts. Exactly. I need you. Get a TV in your office, bro. I need you to watch it, Lee. Um, I. Seriously, I, like at I this point, it's become at this point, it's become my Princess Bride, Rebecca. Listen, update, <laughs> no, update the taskbar no, or see Andor. Um, just like when it comes to Andor, um, one of the greatest rallying speeches of all time. Here's the thing about right Andor: there, when right you up say there with what, that Captain America one, well, we no, love. when when you say Andor, when you say the speech, I my question is which one? Mm. I, I'm talking <laughs> about because um, there were three at least in there. Well, I, but I'm talking about the one from Beyond the Grave. Okay, all right. right? And, like, it is right up there with that Captain America speech. No that, lightsabers, that only bricks. No lightsabers, only bricks. What was and, that all about, by the way, Rebecca? You're I, my I like, you're my guide I to like the internet. What was the bricks and screws thing? What was that? The bricks? Well, well they, they explained it They explained it earlier. It's a funeral. It's part of the funeral no, ceremony. We no, I mean, take the, the, body and... the internet, the Star Wars fans had a problem with bricks and screws. That, no, it, what? That, that's the thing. So, boom. The, there's Never a mind nice DJ I work with that I'm like, dude, you hate authority. And I'm like, you need to watch Andor. He's like, is there lightsabers? I'm like, no, no, dude. But like, it's, I just love it because it is like the, the industrial side of Star Wars, which doesn't sound interesting, but it, it so is. Like, it is, the nuts and bolts. It's literally right. ruined the rest of Star Wars for me. Mm, I got home from a movie last night. <laughs> I got home from a movie last night. My husband was watching Rogue One. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll just... And I, I tuned in for the last half because that's the half that I like. And even the last half, I was like, this is too Star Wars-y. Even though it's a direct successor to Andor. Then you would like the first half of Rogue One. Because that's what that the first half of Rogue One is. I love it anyway. that movie. I love that Tony movie. Tony and I got to rewatch I, it. It's like Andor is. I'm enjoying. Well, I enjoyed it because it's just yeah. It's it's the meat and potatoes. It's the nuts and bolts. It's it's how shit actually got done. Because oh. I can't I can't tell you how many times I would watch this. I'd watch Star Wars and I enjoyed the light. I, I love me some lightsabers, but I'm just like keep thinking, who's funding this? <laughs> but also, you know what? this is this is where the and, money comes from for the rebellion yes and, it's you know and my, it almost makes me want to go watch the prequels again i i'm i agree with you to um, an because i i i hated on them so hard because i was like what the, what's all this stuff about trade federations and it's blah politics. blah blah that's that's why i hated yeah. them right and now I'm like, well, God, maybe I should go back and watch those again with a, with another eye, because I enjoyed this thing so much, and it's all just it's it's Law and Order, yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> it's just a space political mean? thriller. It's phenomenal. It's yeah. it's like uh, watching it's it's like watching C-SPAN with lightsabers. It's, well, it's, it's just, <laughs> you guys. But there's no the lightsabers. And the performances in oh this, yeah yeah in, in the show. 
Didn't no think wonder. I would be so stressed out over Mon Mothma, but here I am. Yeah. Oh, God. And Mon Mothma? I'm so disappointed in her. Well, uh, she's got no choice, man. Uh, 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 she got, we'll, we'll yeah, wait. I'm disappointed in her for just being that damn beautiful. My goodness. <laughs> Seriously, God, then you go and see her in Rogue One and you're like, what a glow down. What a great, great. She was on the run great at show. that point. You know, I just, uh, I like. And when a droid can make you cry, come on. <laughs> so I'm I saw here for a B2, great, yeah. I, I saw a great tweet that um, from this morning that actually talked about why Andor kind of just hits different, and I think it's just because in this day and age that we're so accustomed to rebellions, and that so I guess the director and a team or just the people on the team were trying to compare like the Rick's Road episode to what is going on in Palestine. You oh. Know what I mean? Yeah, like it, that's good. Like, like everything nice. about it from the rocks, from the from the marching, from um, well, you know, just oh, like. Oh. Well, Tony Tony Gilroy, the, the guy who wrote and created yeah. the whole thing, he said that he created the Rick's Road piece based on two things, and that was um, uh, funerals that were uh, for the uh, the IRA in Ireland, okay. and also mm -hmm. uh, the funerals you see in New Orleans. Yep. He yes. says, I, I took these two and I combined them and I made them into that. And, yeah. and also, whoever created that uh, that funeral drone music. Ooh, the marching band music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gil a Gilroy, Gilroy was a part of that, yeah. That shit My slaps. God, so good. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyway, all right. We all loved it. All right, okay. who wants to go uh, first with what they consumed? Uh, I can go super fast. Oh, okay. Uh, I've been watching Tulsa King. Oh yeah, on Paramount. Yeah, and uh, I will say this: uh, Sylvester Stallone is like my guilty pleasure. Ooh. And um, <laughs> this is some wonderful trash. Uh, go ahead, like I love it. He bangs some chick in the first episode, and she goes, "How old are you?" Goes, "I'm seventy-five." And she goes, oh, "Yuck." <laughs> after she's already banged him yeah that's all harder a win is was, a win she was drunk she was drunk and she oh, hooked up mind. with him um and carrie uh you and i talked about this uh briefly over text uh i watched uh, confess fletch yes with john oh, i Hamm. hear that's i hear that's good my boy it's, roy wood jr's in there uh yeah and it's i really really enjoyed it it was oh. very fletchy Right, mm -hmm. um, just uh, self-depreciating, but also very kind of like weirdly complicated, right? There's, like there's a real story to it, mm -hmm. and um, uh, and he's not Chevy Chase, so I really liked it. <laughs> but no, but Carrie, I know you love the the Fletch movies. I I I love the first one, yeah. I uh, and that was back when Chevy was funny. Right. Um, and uh, there was there was a nice little plot in that one too, as you recall. But this one is more, more twist and turn, and you know, uh, well, kni knives out kind of. I hear it's more closely know. it's more closely similar to the books. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because it was a series of books. That's like something that people don't know. And my God, is John Hamm not just one of the most charming people on the planet? He's extremely charming. He in this. Um, was on an episode of Comedy Bang Bang to promote Confess Fletch, and that's where I've actually learned a lot about Confess Fletch was by listening to this episode of Comedy Bang Bang. So recommend that if you like podcasts. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, 
watch it. It's it's uh, okay. And uh, also, uh, Carrie, you summed up the Gardens of the Galaxy uh, uh, holiday special perfectly. I I would just say it was a silly little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fine. It was it was uh, it was it was a silly little thing. It was harmless. It it, it was it, fine. It dropped some some knowledge. Uh, it gave us a few extra little tidbits. Yeah, that was a weird thing to shoehorn in there. Yeah, but the reveal they did it. And the uh, and... the old ninety sevens were throughout the whole thing, and I love them very very much. So, but it's a damn shame that they covered up Rhett Miller with all that makeup. So, is that the band? <laughs> that was That's the band. The band. That, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But they're also, they're one of my most favorite bands of all time. But and they they, was they made so an original thrilled. an original song for it, which was a great little Christmas song. I love it. Uh, There's and like you, two uh, original Christmas songs, aren't and there? you got and you got more Christmas you know good Christmas songs to listen to because of this as well. I I enjoyed it. It was it's fine. Not, it's not for everybody. <laughs> no, certainly not. I was like sitting there watching it with Egg, and I'm like. This is really stupid, but I like it. <laughs> Who's okay. next? Oh, Jay was um, going to go next, but he left. I'm I'm quick. I'm super quick. Sorry. Right. Uh, He's like, I I watch the inside of my eyelids because I don't have. Well, a, I, I watch can't the, watch the TV. I watch the Guardians holiday special, and uh, it's light, fluffy, harmless, and largely forgettable, but. Uh, they did a good thing in cutting down the amount of screen time I had to deal with Star Lord. So cool. <laughs> that was the, that's the other thing about the Guardian special is I don't like watching people do nice things for Chris Pratt. Yeah, <laughs> but I really, really enjoyed Mantis. Like they they got into the manic side of Mantis, and I really enjoyed her performance. I also enjoyed Mantis, and uh, well, I won't get into it because spoilers for people. Yeah, uh, um, I I love that Dave Bautista is wearing a vest now because he's full on said. I can't work out like that anymore. Yeah. Also, he has the best holiday sweater in the history of holiday sweaters at the end yes. of that show. Yes. Uh, I watched has, Wakanda and forever. And he has the best line in the show, which is simply, and it's not spoiling anything, we hate you. All right. We yeah. hate yeah. you. Yeah. There's, there's a whole bit about actors that I really enjoyed, so oh, yeah. um, that's that's a lot of fun. Uh, we went and saw Wakanda forever, and uh, be warned, if, if you have a hard time with... Uh, grief. This is a movie that is oh. literally about grief. So it can be cathartic for some folks. It could be a beating for others. It's a very good movie. Uh, there's some there's some decisions made towards the end that I personally disagree with, but I respect them. So uh, as, and as and again, of, as a victim of grief, uh, it was even enough yeah. that I could I could handle it because I whooped. I was either whooping or crying the whole time. And uh, again, two white people shoehorned into the story so that white people have something to look at and go, oh, that's, <laughs> that's I, could, I could be that person, but really largely horrifically not needed. And then uh, probably my favorite thing that I've watched on TV in quite a while, and it's going to sound a little weird, but uh, Dan Levy's got a new show on HBO called The Big Brunch. It's a cooking competition show, and I freaking love it. And my buddy's uh, on there. Sola El Wali is amazing, and it's just uh, it's bringing people on who have something they want to do with the prize money to either forward their career or do something philanthropic. And I we just finished the last episode yesterday, and it's it's very sweet, and I just adore Dan Levy. So it's it's good. good so, Jay, did you show. just say you have a friend on there? I, I know he's on one of the cooking shows that's on Netflix right now. Oh. 
It's just HBO. If oh HBO. Yeah. Also, if you want to hear uh, if you want to hear people drop the f bomb on a cooking show, this is your show because they oh. swear a lot. All right. So. Good. I'm even. I'm, I'm definitely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jay. Um, I, I know I talked about Drink Masters last week, but we finally finished that again, and really enjoy that show. All right. S- switching gears to sports. Been watching a lot of World Cup. I've been enjoying it. It's oh, you great. mean the sporting event built on human suffering? Okay. Yeah, you know, but most... <laughs> I every... also watched that John Oliver special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so are our iPhones, and it's probably this connection. So everything is based on human suffering. Speaking <laughs> of human suffering, I went and saw Wakanda Forever, and uh, I I enjoyed the movie. That is all I will say. I will offer no opinion. Also, I'm not receiving any opinions or questions <laughs> in my DMs. Like oh, that's my no 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 hold on Shannon but like like I will tell you right now my favorite thing right now I'll be like everyone's been hitting me up asking if I've seen it this is the first time I've actually talked about me seeing it I've been very quiet about it I offer no opinions I don't want any opinions I, it's just like cool like I, I I'm at the point now where I have to like protect my space on on certain things you just like like. Oh. No, I'm good. I don't. I don't need your opinion. Don't want yours. Don't. Oh. You don't need to know why I loved it. You don't need to know why I liked it. You don't need to know anything. I don't want to talk about it. I enjoy Jay, it. I, and I saw because it. I know the pure hell you went through when the first one came out. Yep. So that's why I'm just like, no, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't care. All people right, offer me their opinions, and I immediately walk away. All right. And then uh, I saw. Okay, last thing. Last night, uh, my mother-in-law took the whole family to go see Cirque du Soleil christmas let me tell y'all this shit was amazing i had never seen anything <laughs> cirque de soleil in my life and you have to get the and i props to cirque de soleil because their team like whoever composes the music and does the choreography um it's current you it's like they've tapped into the TikTok generation while still honoring you know there's something for everybody so go see it if you can it's it's wonderful all right rebecca uh, so I watched Andor, Guardians of the Galaxy, holiday special. Um, but I saw two movies this week. The first one is Spirited. It's an Apple Plus movie starring Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Um, it's a musical based on, the description doesn't even tell you. It just says it's a musical based on a Charles Dickens classic. <laughs> and <laughs> um, first 10 minutes of this movie, my husband and I are like, oh, no, did we make a mistake putting this on? Because it felt extremely like Disney Channel original movie, like, and we're we're already very iffy on Christmas anyway, so right? we were like, oh, ugh, we'll stick around until Ryan Reynolds shows up, uh, and then Ryan Reynolds shows up and blows this movie out of the water, and I did a complete 180 on this movie, um, definitely modern musical so carrie you would hate it uh <laughs> but uh it's it does your it does you know it does a take on um a christmas carol charles dickens christmas carol but it does it in a very fun way there's a lot of um hills and valleys uh there's some twists in here that i was like oh okay this is actually pretty fun uh it does get kind of dark at one point uh and then gets back to fun and then goes back to dark and then back to fun so it is so it that's... kind of like Scrooged? 
I never saw Scrooged. Jesus Bill Murray. Christ, Rebecca. Shannon, ta- it came out the year she was born. Yeah, okay. exactly. Her taskbar is it- new. Leave her alone. <laughs> My taskbar is modern. Um, but yeah, I gave, I gave Spirited, I think, four star. La Maggie, I swear to God. Um, <laughs> My, I gave let, uh, Spirited four stars on Letterboxd, I think. Um, out of ten. Out of five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, highly recommend I if you like you, musicals. And <laughs> if this is Ryan Reynolds' musical debut, he absolutely knocks it out of the park. Well, then maybe we'll get a musical number in Deadpool 3. He's still my favorite theatrical Green Lantern. <laughs> I think I think he was, he's like, my good friend Hugh does this. Maybe I'll see what the fuss is all about. And, and Rebecca, I'll have you know, one of my favorite movies of all time is a musical, The Blues Brothers. Thank you. Yeah, okay, well, what else did you see? <laughs> uh, so last night I went to go see Glass Onion. A oh, Ryan Johnson who's done that it. So much. Uh, it's in theaters for a week, uh, and then it comes out December, like late December, I think. So um, Ryan Johnson has the gift of prophecy. Uh, Benoit Blanc is back. We've got a whole new cast of characters. He is going to Greece to help solve a murder mystery that Edward Norton is putting on. Maggie? Sorry, my cat is trying to murder me. Um, is that a mystery for Benoit Blanc as well? I would love to get him in here. Um, yeah. This uh, Glass Onion is a lot of fun. It's not as good as Knives Out. I think Knives Out is kind of one of those movies where it was a so... One of a kind. Lightning uh, in a bottle. Just out of the blue. Yeah, just yeah. out of the blue. You can't really top it, but Glass Onion is a lot of fun. Okay, um, that's all I need. The mm-hmm. whole time I was like trying to piece it together, like, okay, here's what I think happened, um, and the twit, like the twists that happened, I d- absolutely did not expect. And the, I think Ryan Johnson did a great job, but you'll see a lot of like comments about um, how Ryan Johnson must have made and produced this movie within the last month because there's a lot of uh relevant things that happen in the movie that there's no way he could have predicted but they happened anyway so i gave that one i think also like four stars out of five on letterboxd all right uh i of course andor guardians of the galaxy we talked about that but the little treasure i found this week on netflix was wednesday oh, yeah. i heard about this is it good the- Adams Family TV series that without the Adams Family, uh, but uh, Wednesday it's uh, I'm 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 in, I'm in I'm nice. three I'm three episodes in, and I'm gonna stick with it. It's uh, imagine like a murdery, scary Hogwarts, if you can, mm-hmm. where all the weird kids that, go. So Hogwarts. Uh, well, there's you know they're split up into groups in this one. There's the vampires, there's the werewolves, there's uh, the uh, the snake people there's you know and there are all these groups of of outcasts that come to the school nevermore to learn you know to go to school because other schools won't have them i mean you know wednesday at the beginning gets kicked out of her school because of an attempted murder uh, <laughs> <laughs> but know, doesn't she like try to like drown some bit. people or something yes, it's the piranha in the, in the yeah, yeah she uh she drops piranhas into the pool <laughs> Because <laughs> nobody gets to pick on and Pugsley but her. Yeah. So. Uh, I like the cast of the new Adams Family. They're not in it a lot, but boy, this uh, Jenna Ortega as Wednesday. Mm, perfect. Chef's kiss. Well, She's and, absolutely um, perfect. I didn't know that, uh, what's her face, that uh, from Game of Thrones and uh, Captain Phasma, she's in it? 
Uh, yeah, Gwendolyn Christie. Christie. She's the head and, of the school, and she's well, got a and, she's uh, got a secret. I read this uh, thing where she's like, "This is the first time I've ever felt beautiful on screen." Aww. Oh, she looks great. She yeah. uh, they've got her in some amazing outfits, and she's just done up. Wow, she looks great. But of course, the true hero, as always, is Thing. Uh, <laughs> He, uh, this is a this is a slightly different thing. He's not just a, a perfect hand. He's it's like a Franken thing. He's got uh, scars. He's it looks like his hand, he's been put together from different parts of different hands. I like that. Uh, but uh, he of course is the star of the show and the smartest person on the show. Uh, but uh, I'm you know like I said I'm three in. I'm in. It's uh, how yes? many episodes? Uh, I don't know. Ten, eight or ten. Uh, yeah, it's eight. And uh, a friend of mine literally just finished it. Um, this morning, it was a 10 for 10 recommend. Um, real quick, I did leave two out if you don't mind. Oh, go ahead. Um, I, I watched Inside Job again. I uh, love that show. It's just, it, it's, it's, it works. I don't know why I like it, but it's, it, it's starting it's to funny. work. It's yeah, so it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. And if you're, yeah, if you're looking for something that just like kind of just power, like, I, I won't say power through, but like, some of the writing, some there's some misses on there, but you can't have everything. But it's it's yeah, it is entertaining, it is funny. And then I totally forgot to mention this. I finally saw Barbarian. Oh my god! I meant to ask, for... did you guys watch Barbarian? Yes, nope. we did. Not Never will. Oh my god! What the fuck? <laughs> Don't okay. One of my favorite movies of 2022. <laughs> I will tell you right now, if you're if you're on the fence about watching Barbarian. Don't watch any trailers. Do not watch a single trailer because it'll give away everything. But just just go into it and just start watching. And then um, really enjoyed that. Yeah. I just Gosh. heard it's too scurry. It's nuts. <laughs> I mean, it's it's scurry in a different way, you know. <laughs> I, I do have uh, video games, Carrie. Oh, quick. oh, good. Let's uh, do Did that real quick. And... Yeah, there's no video games. Go outside and play. Oh, there we go. Okay. Touch grass. Touch not your taskbar. All right, Mr. B, if you would, please. All right, guys, we got a real situation here in the uh, uh, preserved meats uh, business. We've got to have this ham sell in the top three to four percentages highest to ever make any money. (laughs) 